0: Chapter 33 of The Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila This is a Discerning Hearts recording read by Chris McGregor. The Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila Translated and edited by E. Allison Pears The good Jesus understands, as I have said, How difficult a thing he is offering on our behalf, for he knows our weakness. And how often we show that we do not understand what the will of the Lord is, since we are weak, while he is so merciful. He knows that some means must be found by which we shall not omit to give what he has given on our behalf. For if we did that, it would be anything but good for us, since everything we gain comes from what we give. Yet he knows that it will be difficult for us to carry this out, for if anyone were to tell some wealthy, pampered person that it is God's will for him to moderate his eating so that others who are dying of hunger shall have at least bread to eat, he will discover a thousand reasons for not understanding this, but interpreting it in his own way. If one tells a person who speaks ill of others that it is God's will that he should love his neighbor as himself, he will lose patience and no amount of reasoning will convince him. If one tells a religious who is accustomed to liberty and indulgence that he must be careful to set a good example and to remember that when he makes this petition, it is his duty to keep what he has sworn and promised and that not in word alone, that it is the will of God that he should fulfill his vows and see that he gives no occasion for scandal by acting contrarily to them, even though he may not actually break them, that he has taken the vow of poverty and must keep it without evasions because that is the Lord's will. It would be impossible, in spite of all this, that some religious should not still want their own way. What would be the case then if the Lord had done not most of what was necessary by means of the remedy he has given us? There would have been very few who could have fulfilled this petition which the Lord made to the Father on our behalf. Fiat voluntuus tua. Seeing our need, therefore the good Jesus has sought the admirable means whereby he has shown us the extreme love which he has for us. And in his own name, And in that of his brethren he has made this petition give us lord this day our daily bread for the love of god sisters let us realize the meaning of our good master's petition for our very life depends on our not disregarding it set very little store by what you have been given since there is so much that you will receive It seems to me, in the absence of a better opinion, that the good Jesus knew what he had given for us and how important it was for us to give this to God, and yet how difficult it would be for us to do so, as has been said, because of our natural inclination to base things and our want of love and courage. He saw that, before we could be aroused, we needed his aid, not once, but every day. And it must have been for this reason he had resolved to remain with us. As this was so weighty and an important matter, he wished it to come from the hand of the Eternal Father. Though both Father and Son are one and the same, he knew that whatever he did on earth, God would do in heaven, and would consider it good, since his will and the Father's will were one. Yet The humility of the good Jesus was such that he wanted, as it were, to ask leave of his father, for he knew that he was his beloved son and that he was well pleased with him. He knew quite well that in this petition he was asking for more than he had asked for in the others, but he already knew what death he was to suffer and what dishonors and affronts he would have to bear. What father could there be, Lord, who, after giving us his son, and such a son, would allow him to remain among us day by day to suffer as he had done already? None, Lord, in truth but thine. Well dost thou know of whom thou art asking this. God help me, what a great love is that of the Son, and what a great love is that of the Father. I am not so much amazed at the good Jesus because, as he had already said, fiat volatuis tua. He was bound, being who he is, to put what he had said into practice. Yes, for he is not like us. Knowing that he was carrying out his words by loving us as he loves himself, he went about seeking how he could carry out this commandment more perfectly, even at his own cost. But how, Eternal Father, couldst thou consent to this? How canst thou see thy Son every day in such wicked hands? Since first thou didst permit it and consent to it, thou seest how he has been treated. How can thy mercy, day by day, and every day, see him affronted? And how many affronts are being offered today this most holy sacrament. How often must the Father see him in the hands of his enemies? What desecrations these heretics commit. O eternal Lord, how canst thou grant such a petition? How canst thou consent to it? Consider not his love, which for the sake of fulfilling thy will and of helping us would allow him to submit day by day to being cut to pieces. It is for thee to see to this, my Lord, since thy son allows no obstacles to stand in his way. Why must all the blessings that we receive be at his cost? How is it that he is silent in the face of all and cannot speak for himself, but only for us? Is there none who will speak for this most loving lamb? Give me permission to speak for him, Lord, since thou hast been pleased to leave him in our power, and let me beseech thee on his behalf, since he gave thee such full obedience and surrendered himself to us with such great love. I have been reflecting how, in this petition, the same words are repeated. First of all, the Lord speaks of our daily bread and asks thee to give it. And then he says, Give it us today, Lord. He lays the matter before his Father in this way. The Father gave us his Son once and for all to die for us, and thus he is our own. Yet he does not want the gift to be taken from us until the end of the world, but would have it left to be a help to us every day. Let this melt your hearts, my daughters, And make you love your spouse. For there is no slave who would willingly call himself by that name. Yet the good Jesus seems to think it an honor. O Eternal Father, how great is the merit of this humility. With what a treasure are we purchasing thy son. How to sell him we already know. For he was sold for 30 pieces of silver. But if we would purchase him. No price is sufficient. Being made one with us through the portion of our nature which is His, and being Lord of His own will, He reminds His Father that as our nature is His, He is able to give it to us, and thus He says, Our bread. He makes no difference between Himself and us, though we make one between ourselves and Him, through not giving ourselves daily for His Majesty's sake.